Hey friends, today we have on the show Stephen Aguirre, who is one of my favorite people in the world. Um, we're speaking about the late, great Onichi Aguirre, his dad who passed away. Um, Onichi had such a crazy influence on thousands upon thousands of people um, in churches spanning Africa, from South Africa all the way up to Nigeria, um, even here in America. I mean, the amount of people that were at his funeral, nuts. But how do we live in the shadow of such a great giant? Well, we're going to find out. We're going to talk. This is a good one. If you have some agusi soup laying around, get it. Get that water to wash your hands. Get them beads around your neck. Do some push-ups. And let's get it. In Search of Hope, coming at you now. I think we all can agree that life is hard. And it hits us in the roughest of ways. But somehow, we keep getting up and moving forward. How do we do that? When you ever lost a loved one or got diagnosed with something so gnarly, got your heart broken, just had so many rough things happen, how do we get up? How do we look for the light at the end of the tunnel? Well, you know what? We're going to find out together. We're going to go looking for it. This podcast, In Search of Hope, with me, Ugo, we'll be together on this journey. And if all else fails, we'll have each other. In Search of Hope podcast. Let's do it. There we go. All right. All right. Yes, we're back. So now this part, let's uh, let's talk about the funeral. Because the funeral, whew, that joint was nuts. Mm -hmm. How many, like, how many uh, people were there? 1,200, I think. Crazy, yeah. There's a lot of people. <laughs> That's a lot of people, lot and of not people. just. And it was 1,200 who could make it. Yeah, you know there were so many That's more true. people who couldn't even make it. Yeah, you know, um, you had people from Texas. I mean, this is this is dumb. I can't even. The country can't help yeah. me out here. Just you know, uh, I mean, from what I remember, you know, it's kind of a, it's a it's a. I know that we ha uh, my dad had a lot of friends. Yeah, uh, a lot of people that like that that he cared a lot about and did a lot for. Um, so yeah, we we had uh, like people come up from from you know Texas and uh, California, and some people actually like flew in from from out the country. Yeah, uh, man, but, there's a couple people. Yeah, you're very you're underselling this <laughs> heavy. <laughs> Yeah. It was like people from like, oh, you're from here, you're from there, from there. It's like, yeah. and it looked like the United Nations in there. Yep. You know, like even though, like, when they talk about your dad, it's very synonymous just with Africa. Sure. But in there was just yeah all types of people, which yeah. is you know, and then shouts out to Cedric uh, and the Boas family because they always hold down the Asian contingent. Yeah. If you're yeah. like, like, well, no, and yeah. the scene goes. <laughs> So, you know, so true. you got Hispanic, got you. Know, <laughs> you had everybody there, man. Um, what was that like? Planning that, um, planning the funeral was, yo. Honestly, I think I was, I was just so like, I was frustrated at how expensive everything was. Yeah. Um, like it just seems cold, you know. Like, mm -hmm. and I get it. Like, listen, it's a business. There's a need for it. I understand. 
but it felt like like she like how much how many thousands of dollars like what to, to do what like yeah. he's dead yeah you know like like it just yeah that that, that seemed, that seemed kind of crazy um we couldn't find a i mean i think initially we were looking for a venue that could hold like like three four hundred um uh and then as we kind of you know i mean what happened was that like the spot that we wanted wasn't they just weren't available they had some like insurance issue they're like yeah. hey like like we, we probably can't but had you considered this place um up in valley stream uh so so we went up there and i spoke to the the head of like rentals yeah and she played me she was like nah we have a we have a cookout that like the day the day after we're gonna be prepping for so like we can't a cookout and, yeah and like i think you know back to you know back to bad news scott um <laughs> scott has this uh this this thing that he says where it's like like he said don't make sure i don't butcher it uh, don't accept a no from someone that's not license to give a yes um, oh yeah and i think like he like at, like I, after he kind of put like put me on to that i think my whole life has been like okay well who's in charge then <laughs> um, so yes after, after this lady said no i lingered around to see like who looks like they're uh, like because she's behind the desk yeah so i'm looking for like well th th there's there's pictures of people all yeah. over this church i'm gonna find someone in one of the pictures and I found like someone that, that that was the boss. Whoa! And I told her like, "Hey, my name is so and so. Um, I really wanted to use this venue for my dad's funeral, but you guys have a have a cookout, so it's not going to work." And she was like, "Cookout? <laughs> <laughs> like what? what? No. Like, like what, what? What do you need?" Um, what? So they were they were, they were very you know the, uh, she was very very good about about gay and I said what we, what we needed. Um, you know, it was, it was pretty much like, you know, the funeral home visits, like pick out a casket. Uh, he had picked out a plot in the, in the cemetery, like years ago, like, yeah. like he, he kind of, and he had paid that off already as well. Um, so that was, that was already sorted. So it was just like letting people know the date and location, um, writing a eulogy, uh, which was an you know that that that, that was a, that was a task, and um, and kind of just like like prepping ourselves for it's, it's almost like like the funerals like they die again you know like yeah you have to you, you go through it there but then you have to like revisit so much of it at at, at, at something like that because um, so he the I think it was two weeks because he yeah it was two weeks cause he passed on the Sunday we couldn't do it the next weekend. So it was th two weeks after that, two weeks after we passed. And, uh, yeah, it was just like, like, let's, let's try and make this work. Um, it's funny, man. Like, uh, at the time my son was, uh, one, one and a half. Um, and the one and a half year olds are clueless, you know, mm -hmm. like they, they have no, sense of mourning no sense of like even like being able to pick up on people's emotions like they're yeah just, they're just happy yeah um so i like i mean understandably like i i want to be miserable mm -hmm. during this but i have this kid that's like running up and down the aisles like, like <laughs> while we're getting the the room ready yeah that just like wants to play 
So I think, uh, I think that was a, a little like nugget from God, like, like this is going to be hard, but you know, mm. this guy doesn't care. So <laughs> just chase him around, yeah. and like fi- find some balance. Yeah. Um, and the, 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 the funeral proceeding itself was, was, uh, was tough. Um, I, I mean, everyone, everyone was asking like, well, I had a couple of requests to like live stream it oh. and, and I get it, but also like, I don't want, especially with how like social media works, yeah. if I'm scrolling one day and someone posts a memory, oh. and it's like the funeral is like, bro, get out of here with that. You know, like I don't, I don't, you know, yeah. I want, like, let me, let me control what I have to come in contact with. Yeah. Um, and you said no pictures, no pictures, no, vi- no yeah. video. Um, yeah. Cause like, you know, cause first, first of all, that like my dad, I think if you asked him, he would say, he would say, don't do it. Like, yeah. I, I don't want pictures or video. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that's kind of all I needed to bring up in conversation. Like, well, my dad wouldn't want it. So done. So just stop. Yeah. Um, kind of, it's a wrap. Yeah. But then also like, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't want, I didn't want surprise reminders. Um, I did I mean, you're going to have those, but I didn't want to kind of be walking on eggshells every time I swiped to oh. see if something, something pops up. Um, and that's just me. I think I think some people are fine yeah. with that, and they want that out there. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. I just know myself. Why wouldn't you though? Uh it just. I don't know. Man. I think like I can if when I when I have, I can do whatever I want with a memory in my head. Oh yeah. You know, like yeah, like yeah, yeah. I can. And I think that that's okay. Like yeah. if I want to remember something in a way that's less painful f- from how it happened, yeah. leave me alone. It's my memory. Yeah, you know, yeah. like yeah. like it's not it's like it's fine. Yeah. But if I am constantly bombarded with like, here's what it looked like from our vantage point. Oh, so okay. I don't care about your vantage. Point. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not. It's like that's you. Right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I, think, I think it's that. I think like being able to to customize what I choose to remember. Yeah. In times like that. I find very empowering mm. um, and sure it might not be accurate it might not be like I might get some orders mixed up and I might like minimize some of the the the, the hurt but but let, let, let me let me mourn like, yeah. like, like let, let me remember it how I want to remember it it's not affecting anyone else that's true. Um, so that's probably the biggest thing yeah. like being able to like do that on my own without being told that I'm wrong by mm. your evidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's 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 good. That's legit. Yeah. That's legit, man. Uh so yeah, it was um it was a Friday Friday night. Uh I I I can't I can't remember like requesting the open casket. I feel like that's Was it open? It was I, I was gonna look. Yeah, it was yeah. open. Um so I brought I brought it in. I brought the casket in when it came, um, and they opened it. Uh, this is like three hours before we even opened the doors. Yeah. Uh, and it just I mean you know it doesn't look like the person obviously. No. Um, so that was. Uh, that was like, okay, this is gonna be tough. Yeah. Like just kind of like off jump like it's gonna it's gonna and and I had I had a couple of guys help me that were very close to him and they were a wreck. Um, yeah. bringing the, bringing it in. Yeah. So, yeah. So just kind of being around that was, and I think they were trying to match my, like, if, if Steven's not crying, I can't cry. Yeah. But they were doing a horrible job. 
<laughs> at like making that subtle. Uh, yeah. So, was it people from the from the Brooklyn ministry? From Brooklyn, or, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, good, great guys yeah. that my dad loved to death. I love my dad as well. Yeah, man, um, guys are this wreck is yeah, it was shattering. Bro. I mean, he he. If you if you look at like as far like I think if you ask a lot of these guys, I think father figure is like underselling what he did. Yeah. You know, like it wasn't it wasn't so much so like he would step in in addition to what your dad was doing. Like he yeah. was doing a lot of dad stuff. Yeah. For these guys. Um and I think that's a very different mourning process, you yeah. know, because like you 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 have to experience all of the loss, mm -hmm. but you're also like not family, you know. Mm. So like it, it's it's this weird like it's yeah. just a, it's a different nuanced, you know, uh, uh like you know feeling of loss yeah um but yeah so they were there uh there, there were like you know i think you know everyone's gonna gonna handle this stuff differently there, there was some uh very vocal like morning times that yeah. were that were there that uh i don't know like like when i decided this but i think i just kind of chose to stand by the casket Yes, um, were you like greeting? It looked like you're greeting people. Was that at that or by the casket or you yeah. by the 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 um the picture? It was in between. Okay, I might have actually been standing in front of the picture. Yeah, you know, next to the casket. Um, I don't really, <laughs> I don't know when I when I chose that. Yeah, I just kind of like just stood there. You know? Yeah. Um, my wife wanted me to sit down, and I was like, Nah, I'm good. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay here. Um. I think, I think, I mean, I, I, it might have helped with the flow. Absolutely to did. Kind of like pull people out. Yeah. Like you, 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 you see him and you can't just linger there because I'm standing there. Yeah. So then you come and greet me and then kind of make your way out. Yeah. Um, but I think la later on, uh, Jim Brown, who's a, a minister in our church as well, he brought up that like there's... Man, I should know this because I'm African. But there's like this, this I think I think it's the Maasai, the Maasai people. Mm -hmm. Um, when they have a loss like that, like the, uh, the oldest son does something similar, mm. where he'll just kind of like, not not really kind of mourn with everyone else, but just kind of stand present next to the body mm. while everyone else kind of yeah. does that. Again, like it, it wasn't what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, but he brought up that like that kind of brought him to that kind of same same visual. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I kind, I kind of felt like I wanted to protect them. Like, yes. Like I I felt like like I don't you know I. No one was gonna do anything, but I yeah. kind of felt like, like yo, give him space. Yeah. And if I'm here, it'll limit the amount of space yeah. that you can like intrude on. Like your um, standing watch. Yeah, it felt know? like that. Yeah, yeah. It felt it like it it. And I was angry. Like, I think, I think I, I'm not sure, maybe, maybe it was a defense mechanism to, to like not be sad. Yeah. But I definitely felt like there's too many people here. Like, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> there's I'm, too many people in this building? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm upset. I don't like this. Yes. Like I'm gonna find something to get at. Yeah, something to get me mad. You know. Yeah, I don't know what it was. <laughs> and then the the funeral director like come comes over and like whispers like, "Hey, like, do you want us to close the casket?" And I know for sure that people didn't want that. And I was like, "Yeah, close it." 
close it. Please close it like right now, because that'll that'll also like pull them away from oh. the front. So I was like, yeah, close it, please. Oh, um, and I I could see like certain like family kind of wanted to get back in the front. So, like I don't know, I mean not, maybe not to stop the closing, but to kind of make that a thing as well. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, bro, close it. Wow. I, I had a lot of people after I said that. Ask, Are you sure? Are you sure? And like, leave me alone. Yeah. Close it. Yeah. Um, I also I also kind of felt like I didn't want to stare stare at it the whole because I, I I'm not gonna be, I mean that's kind of where my, my focus would be the whole time. Yeah. So yeah, just like like yeah, please please close it and then that's it and then 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 it's done, um, and then the this the, you know the service was was cool you know like it's you're you know the the my wife made a, a tribute video that was uh, it ruined that song for me. Which song uh, was it? It's the um, Skylar Gray, I'm Coming Home. So like the, oh, the, the, I'm the, coming the, the, home. Yeah, but like the, the, that, the soft drop. That wasn't fair. Yeah. That wasn't fair, yeah. bro. It's like, come on. That's man. like, <laughs> oh, come. That, that. So that was, that was hard. You, okay, so I think you also, you're, 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 you're like, you're glossing over. <laughs> the, the, uh, so the, the stack <laughs> service was, uh, that was, was real. Like, yeah. from, from my vantage point, sure. which you don't care. No, no. <laughs> no, from, but from my vantage point, and also, uh, thank you for allowing me to yeah. serve yeah. At, at the, at the funeral. I was, uh, uh, I was, I guess I was one of the singers. Yeah. I guess you used to say that. I was well, one of the sing. Let, let, let me say at my wedding, like recalling the events of, 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 of my wedding, my dad had said, if there was anything he would have done different, he would have had you sing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think he heard you do something somewhere. Yeah. And like his only regret of our wedding Man. was not having you sing, bro. That's... Like, so I think that that kind of became like, yeah, well, Ugo's gonna have to sing oh. at, at the at, at this. So. Man, that's that's like a honor beyond, you know. Um, yeah. And thank you for you know doing the uh, opener for my dad's funeral. You know, so it's. It shows what family becomes. Of course. You know, um, where it's like really present at these, the most vital times. Yeah. And of course, you know, and I played at Noah's, mm -hmm. one of Noah's mom's uh, um, services. And you spoke. Yeah. At, uh, it was very gracious that you did speak at one of those services yeah. at Noah's. <laughs> the timing. <laughs> the timing to clean it up after. You know, open, open mics during funerals are just risky. Yeah. Um, but uh, you, the service for your dad, like, did Mike um, maybe Tolliver? Yeah, Tolliver. He did he do the? Uh, nah. So he so Mike spoke at the burial. Steve Kennard. Steve Kennard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what was you, they had they had videos from you know the churches from Africa, mm -hmm. like from just a bunch of different ministries. So like I'm sitting up there like trying to crane my neck to yeah. <laughs> turn around and look, but it's it's like. The p the things that they have to say are like this is like yo you start thinking like yo this one dude yeah like this is just one guy yeah and um what was one of the another straight like those couple of things that were like popping up that mm -hmm. were like um you you see this life and you see that things are just more than the physical sure so the first time I heard your dad speak mm -hmm. I, I was at a campus event or whatever I don't know what it was at but he was talking. And I'm like, wait, just off of his voice, I was like, Uncle George? <laughs> like, I was like, what? I was like, what? I'm like, wait, because 
even down to the cadence, yeah, the speed, yeah. And I was like, and you know, Nigerians, we and switch Igbo, yeah, exactly. And then so I got this light skinned Nigerian Igbo man speaking. Yeah. I'm like, and then it's when I I was looking at the um, uh, the the funeral paper. I, Sheet, the booklet or whatever. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm looking at his picture, and he looks exactly like my cousins in California. Sure. And it's the most freaky thing, right? Yeah. And um, and uh, like when they were talking about his life, I also felt so many similarities. It was yeah. like a weird thing. Yeah. It was like a weird connection or understanding. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's you know, um. And some people were, some people thought I was Andrew. <laughs> I was like, I am not Andrew. Because <laughs> yeah. I think I was also wearing a native attire. Sure. I'm a light-skinned Nigerian. It's got to be Andrew. Same guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, 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 sir. I, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but also, so, so experiencing that, just what everybody had to say. Also mm-hmm. looking out. Yeah. Looking out at all... Because you couldn't see that. Mm-hmm. You were sitting up front. Yeah. So your memory is a specific. Yeah. I'm looking at the amount of people who are moving and having to slide. It was so crowded that they had to even yeah. sit people on in the back of us. Yeah. We're like on in a stage. church. Yeah, on a stage where you yeah. normally have a set of like choir or, you know, distinguished guests or whatever. Yeah. They were putting random people there yeah. during the <laughs> ceremony because there was nowhere else to go. Yeah. That joint was... N- and... People were still coming yeah. at the end because they were just late, they were coming late from work. Yeah. So if you told me you had 1,200, people were still coming. Yeah. That's what that funeral was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now back to your perception of it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, uh, I think the, the only time the, the, when, I, when I was doing the eulogy was the only time that I saw, yeah. like, the, I guess, the room. Um, but yeah, I mean, it felt, it felt, it was, you know, like it's, it's, it's weird. Like if you, this actually probably says a lot about how, how he just did family, but like if I, if, if you had an event that a thousand people showed up at, like you probably know, I think saying, you know, half of them, like know them, know them yeah, is like an accomplishment, yeah, you know, like, but like. Like I, I knew all twelve hundred people. Yeah. And that was the, but those were like that was his people though. Yeah. You know, like a handful of my friends showed up, of course, and yeah. people that like kind of been around the same circles. No, no, there's more, but, more than a handful. Well, just <laughs> you're very, you're very, you're very humble with your numbers. <laughs> uh, but it was, it was like like twelve hundred people that I've had conversations with. Yeah. Prior to that, you know, I think, and it says a lot about how he included his family. In, in really everything, you yeah. Know, the, the, like this is not it's not it's not strangers or acquaintances or even people like you know but don't know know. Yeah. Like it was we. Even though I was frustrated at, at like feeling like like I was getting drowned. Yeah. Um, it was people that that I'm going to talk to later because I know yeah. you. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean it was it was a uh, probably like the only time that I'll experience that in my life, most likely. Mm. Like being in a room where like, you know, that I mean that amount of people mm-hmm. and you know, and it's not like, 
it's not like 10,000 and you know a thousand. It's a thousand yeah. and I know a thousand. Yeah. So, Which has yeah. got to be tiring. Exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I left uh, after the, like for, uh, for the repast downstairs, I was looking for excuses to like go and do stuff like throughout the night. Like, yeah. oh, you need a, someone needs a what? Oh, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just to go and like walk out and be not in that for so long yeah uh yeah what was like your experience writing that eulogy i know the first thing you said is this doesn't make any sense yeah that was the first thing you said when you got up there um yeah what was yeah i think the the writing of it um the writing of it was trippy right because like it's like you're you're talking i'm, I'm talking like in the past tense yeah um but also like, like yo, this guy did a lot. Yo, you know, like, like even even if you remove like the personal impact that he had in his like one on ones with people, if you just like look at his travel, yeah, and the reason for the travel, it's like yo, this guy's like he he was everywhere. You yeah. Know? So I think uh, writing it, I would say it was kind of therapeutic, mm. you know, because like you, you you got to like be thrust back into like the most lively part of his life yeah um so yeah i think the crafting it was and like i mean it, it took up very very small font took up both sides of the of the pamphlet um and that's because i had to cut stuff out because like, like i think we're at the point of like doing like a size four Jeez. to try and get the stuff in there yeah so i think we i think it ended up being like seven or whatever yeah um, so, so yeah, the crafting, it was, was, was this, the, I was very proud of him. Yeah. You know, I was, I was, I was yeah, very, yeah. very like, like, wow, like you did, like you did it. You know, I think like people like talk about living a life of impact, but I was like, yeah, this, this is a life of impact. Yeah. Um, I think presenting it was, was, was tough. Mm. Cause I think even like, even the, I, I didn't have to say anything when I'm writing it. Yeah. Um, but then saying it was challenging because it, it does kind of put you in this like, okay, now it's real. Yeah. And now I'm te telling people. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I remember, I remember like either out loud, I don't know how many times I said it out loud, but definitely in my mind, like it was like, this doesn't make sense. Like e even the way the story goes, like in the movie, he gets better, mm. you know, like, like, because you, you do all this stuff, uh, you're, you know, you help, you help so many people, then you get sick. Yeah, and it's bad, but because of the the storyline, yeah, there's some sort of like miracle that happens as a almost like a like like the world saying like oh we we got you yeah because of what you did beforehand yeah so like it just did like it felt like it was like it was, it was a bad movie like like why would you have that guy die wow. if he did all of this like it, like it seemed like like a, like a missed opportunity to have a, like what the storyline should say and how he continued this after he got better yeah um. It just seemed like it, like it didn't make sense uh, how it just ha kind of happens that there's so much and then he gets sick and now he's not here anymore. Yeah. Uh, so I think that was what I said, but definitely what I was feeling even up there. Like it's just like, like something about like something just doesn't seem like logically sound of this presentation. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, and I think, I mean, I read that and then kind of freeze out some stuff at the, at the back end. Um, uh, not really, honestly, I don't really remember what, what I, I think, 
something about like like a conversation we had. I I remember it specifically. Yeah. It was like one of the um, last conversations you had with yes. your dad was. He said, "Do whatever it takes mm-hmm. to get to heaven." To get to heaven. And out of that desire to be reunited, you know, um, yeah. it's kind of like, and I know you presented it to the twelve hundred people. Yeah. You know, where it's like, well, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's funny. Uh, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Guy Lisa. Yeah. Um, Guy Lisa uh, uh, posted something on Instagram, on Facebook after he passed about like, you know, when, when like when someone dies, and out of respect, you have to say like, well, they're in a better place. Yeah. Um, and you say that no matter what. Yeah. You know, like, or yeah. rest in peace in a better place, whatever. And, like you just that's the default statement. Yeah. Um, but like when my dad passed, it wasn't default. Like it was very yeah. much a like, oh no, we know what happened. Yeah. Like like we we, we know what's happening here. Yeah. Um, and I think that level of confidence of other people about his life. Yeah. Is. Shoot, like I mean, I I, I would I would love to get half of that, right? Like, yeah. I, would, I would love to like at that point, people be like mourning the loss of a friend, but also like, but we know what's going on. Yeah. You know? I think that 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 uh that do whatever it takes to get to heaven thing yeah. was a very uh very appropriate for where my life was at where i mean where our where our relationship you mm. know i think uh and again like heaven theology is is trippy yeah you know, like there's there's a lot of stuff that i think i, I get but there's some stuff that i feel like i'm not supposed to get because yeah. you don't get to experience it until you're there yeah um so i don't know what we recall like i, I think from what i from what i understand like there, like you don't get bad news when you're up there, um, so it's either like you know nothing about what's going on in the world, yeah. or you only know the good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't really know. Yeah. But I'll like I just got I just got to figure out how to get there. Yeah. Know, and then figure stuff out. Um, yeah. And extra incentive is that like there's a the part of him that that that's that weight that's the water in the bottle mm. like that's there. Yeah. Um, so. Let me go and experience that. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. I, I uh, I know when my dad was uh when my dad was dying too. I remember when I actually got the, the the tattoo of the of the stag. Sure. And I appreciate the um the pin you initially gave yeah. me because because you had one, yeah. I had one, and it became a representation of family. Yeah. And 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 relationships. And, sure. And and looking out for each other. And I never thought I'd get a. People ask like, "Do you hunt?" I'm like, I was, I'm "Like, do you do you oh, do you really love you know deer and stags?" I don't care for them at all. Yeah. But it's the representation now. It's tattooed on my forearm. Sure. And when I um when my dad was when we were when knew what was happening, but our relationship had got so close at yeah. that time, the closest it's ever been. I remember, like, I knew I was I was going to get get the tattoo, mm-hmm. and I wanted to get it before he passed. And I came home. Uh, I came home, I showed it to him, yeah. and uh, you know, Nigerian parents with tattoos, but at this point I had the eagle, he yeah. loved the eagle because what it meant, I yep. mean, he didn't like the fact that I got a tattoo, yeah. but he loved it, then when I was, you know, sick with the other one, I got the other tattoo, another arm, whatever, whatever, he didn't have an opinion on that one, yeah. then I got this one, and then he said, don't you, then, so I showed him, he was like, don't you think you have enough tattoos? <laughs> Which is a valid question. It's a good question. It's a good question. I yeah. was like, you're right. But then when I told him what it meant, he smiled and looked at me. And I, I said, you know, it's, um, I told him what it meant. And uh, he smiled and looked at me and said, yeah, 
and we'll carry on just like we are now. Yeah. And um, for me, that meant the world. Sure. It was like, so you take that, fast forward to like we're in the final days and I'm visiting him. Mm-hmm. And I'm holding his hand and I'm just t- talking to him about, you know, what's happening now, but what we hope for in the future. Yeah. And he looked at me and he smiled and he said, uh, just like we're doing now. Yeah. You know, so so that pull sure. to get to that um to get to heaven, to get to that other place, to live a life that's in cor- accordance with what we believe. Sure. To kind of hold on to that, you know, yeah. don't waver. Don't waver. Because if you want to if you want to have the hope of getting there and seeing them again, sure. you know what you have to do. Um, so that, uh, so that, you saying that, it, mm-hmm. I, it never left me. You yeah. Know? It never left me. <sighs> yeah, no, it's, it's funny with the with the Nigerian forearm tattoos. Uh, <laughs> so I have I have a quote from a poem that my dad wrote in 1993. Yeah, uh, the the line is um, "A rebel for my God, I am." Mm-hmm. And uh, and so many people have at, like like literally like everywhere I go in the world, and the people have known my dad for a long time. They ask like, like yo, like do you have a copy of that poem? The, the the rebel poem yeah and no the no copy exists wow know, like we, we don't know where it is but like it wasn't even my dad telling me about this line like like multiple people my whole life have brought up hey the the uh, uh, a rebel for my god i am like do you have that poem like i don't know i don't know that's the only <laughs> line i know from from this poem so i i got that like tattooed on my on my forearm and i showed it to him to like, hey, I got your line. He was like, "What? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> like, who said who said that? Like, be, I would never get that phrase on me if, if, if you didn't." So, like, he, he he read it, said it out loud, and I was waiting for the like, ah, yeah, and then like maybe he would like do the rest of the poem like off memory, like, ah, yeah. what a great moment. Yeah, he was like, what? <laughs> What a waste. I could have got a stag. <laughs> right, these uh, memorial forum tattoos, Gosh, man. man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, so many other options. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so uh, so you did the um so you did the uh, uh the eulogy. Yeah. And um you know, so after the eulogy, um, you know, they had the presentation videos, mm-hmm. and then the, I guess the, the send off. Yeah. How was that? How'd you experience that? Uh, uh, the like the the yeah, wheeling the wheeling oh, the casket sure, out. Sure. Um, that was uh, that was. I didn't think that that was going to mean anything. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of just felt like it's, it's a natural, it's a next step. Like yeah. you, you have to get it from there. Like you're, you're taking it to the car. Yeah. It's like in and itself, it's not anything significant. Mm. You're just moving the box to the truck. Yeah. Um, and I know that my dad had told my mom, uh, the people that he wanted, uh, for that. Yeah. So it, this, the same guys we're talking about from, from the Brooklyn, from the Brooklyn ministry. Yeah. Like Joe Arroyo, um, uh, Ashton Cooper, Mike Hidalgo, yeah. like, like the, the the guys that he mentored, mm-hmm. he had brought up like wanting them <clears throat> to be, and then of course like uh, myself, my my 
my brother, I had uh, some cousins that were there. Yeah. Um, so, like, I, but most of it is kind of like a, like a blur, yeah. you know, like I know that, um, he, he, uh, the, the church in Nigeria sent him a, like a big Nigerian flag. Yeah. So I, we did like the folding of it. It was like signed, right? It was signed. signed yeah. yeah. I think a lot of the, the, the people from, from that, from that church. So we folded that. It's nuts, man. And then just kind of moving it. And I think, I think people stood up and I think that's when I was like, oh, like this counts as something. Yeah. Like, like, like this, like there's, there's something happening here where it's like a, finality of the situation yeah like, like like this event is done and that means that like so is he um and i think that like that that was way harder than what i had because I, I knew the eulogy was going to be tough i knew being yeah. there was going to be tough but i thought that was going to kind of be my, my relief like, okay yeah like, like we're done yeah made it but out it, but it was it was tough man like it yeah. was and it's funny like i was i was looking i was uh this documentary i saw recently about this this like how, like, so, like, in, in, in America, there's kind of, like, a haste to get someone from them passing to the burial. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's, sure, people are busy here. Yeah. They just kind of, maybe the thought is, like, I don't want their body out for too long, mm-hmm. whatever it is. But then there's this culture that, 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 that the documentary was about that the process takes, like, years. Like, they essentially oh. have, like, the mummified body just there. Because they when when they when they know that okay this person is passed, so now they look at the person passing as the countdown to when they when when they can actually like bury the body. Ooh. So they'll keep the body for like two years and 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 eat whoa. around it like whoa like, like like talk like essentially like okay we know you're leaving soon so how can we extend the time that we have with you. Oh. So like where we look at death as it's done, they look at death as a, as a, as a, as a beginning of a process. Oh, um, and I think actually seeing the documentary, then retro thinking to like my, I think a lot of that was kind of carried with with me as well. Like kind of seeing how man moving this to the car is ending something, and I would much rather have it not end. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think, and I think a lot of like funeral proceedings kind of fit in that same thing of like you're closing a door on like, I mean, you, you uh, the funeral service is done, so we're closing a door. The burial's about to happen, we're closing a door. And all of those things are like an end of something. Yeah. Um, in this culture, like they, they stretch it, man. Like they, they sometimes bring, they, they'll, they'll dig the body out to like continue dialogue and then rewrap it. And it's crazy. Oh. And I think for us, it's like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. But for them, it's like, well, why, why would we shut that off? Like like what like if if we could have them around longer, and we know that like, that that if we bury it and leave it and that person's gone, why not keep them around longer? That's true. Um, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, because you do feel, even yeah, even when the body's there, mm-hmm. it's still there. Exactly. But then when it's <coughs> not, it's gone. It's you. Yeah. yeah, and then it's just memories. Like, like you right. So I think I think seeing. Again, I, at the time, I didn't know I didn't know what I was feeling, but I think that documentary, I was like, "Yo, that makes so much sense." Yeah. How like it even kind of cancels out the initial feeling of like, "Oh, but like, like, why would you want like, why would you want?" Well, of course, like, why wouldn't you want it? There? Yeah, absolutely. Like, if, if you could have it's it's like it's if you could have a physical presence. Yeah. Of someone that you that you love, that to be around longer, 
and if you can if you can get over the very westernized it's a dead body yeah you then then you you maximize that time so yeah. i think the the wheeling of the of the the casket was like a, like it's like 20 second countdown you know like it's yeah like it's, it's done yeah then it's, then it's in the truck and then that's that's it you know so i think that was again like at the time i was not budgeting for that being a moment yeah i thought it was just the next organic step in how these proceedings work um but it was very much like a a a step like it was yeah. par- part of part of what you feel and what, what, what you have to go through now, that was um so looking at it from my vantage point with Alex, I know he does a closing song. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one of the songs that just stood out to me is "When We All Get to Heaven." Sure, it's just all that's that stood out. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we were singing. I think we were singing a, a final song, and they start willing it out after. And like, I think once it gets towards the back, mm-hmm. for the first time, I just break down and i just start weeping and alex is there very yeah. thankfully and she's just hugging me which subsequently oddly enough a couple years later she lose her mom yeah which is like everything's all just freaky man crazy and so what's what's crazy is that so i'm just bawling as i'm uh, as she's hugging me you fast forward um we're at the funeral for our mom the wake and you know people going up to just hug her and all that mm-hmm. and then um and i didn't know why this but i i didn't know why i knew this would happen but it did when she saw me and hugged me i knew she was going to break down again mm-hmm. because i think well, she also sang at my dad's funeral yeah so it's kind of like it's this it's this family yep that there's so many things that connect you know, like you can be connected to people, sure. and then there'll be these other deep things, like uh, like under the surface, yeah. that you don't know is so real. So I think just being with each other in these stages of loss yeah. connects you much deeper to people sure. than you even realize mm-hmm. until it all kind of just, you know, uh, comes out. Whew. Um, so so this so the wake, and then. The funeral at last. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the actual burial. Yeah. Um, it was a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. There's a long procession. Yeah. You know, and um, what what are your memories from that day? You also in Nigerian attire. Yeah. You know. In his. In the, oh. The, it was his. It was the one that he wore at my wedding. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, so, like, again, like I think that, that this is the most... I wake up frustrated. I'm again pr- most likely a defense mechanism. Yeah, I'm just angry. Like yeah. I don't, I don't like this. I don't want like, and I'm I'm honestly I'm not very picky. But all <laughs> of a sudden I'm like I don't like that. I don't yeah. I, I don't like whatever. Um, and then in the car, my one and a half year old is just laughing. You know, <laughs> so like so, so we're driving to the 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 cemetery, which is what what should be. This like morbid, just like oh, it's this is so sad. Yeah, and he's in the back cracking up, and there's only so much like stone face you can put on when your kid is laughing. <laughs> so the car ride uh, was like this weird like doesn't belong here. Yeah, moment of 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 joy. You mm. know, and I think I think from from my mom and I. It's funny because so 
uh, my dad, I think there were a handful of, like less than five conversations ever where it was, hey, we got to talk, let's go somewhere and talk. Where it just like, like a very, and I was in trouble for three of them. <laughs> um, one of them was when my, my mom got sick. Mm. And the fifth one was don't rush into having kids. Wow. Um, I like, and I don't know where that came from, but he was like, "Hey, like, 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 take your time." And we, I'd been married at this point for like a year, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know where that came from. Like, 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 don't, like, like, hey, don't, don't rush to have kids. And then we get pregnant six months later. Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of anticipating like, oh, she think I blew it. <laughs> like, yeah. Like this is what he said not to do. Um, but it was such a joy to my dad's life. Yeah. To have like extended memory and I have, I have a bunch of videos of my dad recording himself playing with my kid yeah that in the video he says like this is for you when you get older wow. um so i think the whole family was aware that that lucas who his middle name is my dad's first name mm. kind of like had this like like this was this this had an effect on us like yeah. like, like lucas almost like expedited the, the, the grieving process for us because he's this kid that my dad loved, that he loved my dad, and he's not experiencing what we're experiencing, but he's here. Yeah. So like, and he, and he has needs, and he ha- and you can't just leave him, and you like you can't be so in your morning that you can forget that like he's got to eat. Yeah. You know, like like he's got to take a nap. He's got to play. Yeah. Um. So I think even in that drive to the cemetery, to the cemetery, was like the full like yo, but he's here though. You know wow. like. Like, and if, if, if not, if not him as a spirit, like, like this, this is kind of like the, this joy and this, this happiness, this like peace. It's like, like that's, that's, uh, we'll take it, you wow. know, I, to the point that like, I think, cause even like back to the hospital, like my mom and I ended up doing a lot of grief counseling for other people, like mm. the different nurses, family, Whoa. like, like we, we went right into like, Hey, it's okay. He's no longer in pain. Like we were doing yeah. a lot of counseling for other people, um, like off jump. Yeah. And I think that Lucas made that possible mm-hmm. because no one else had Lucas. Like like everyone else was kind of suffering through this. Yeah. Didn't have this baby that had a connection with my dad. Yeah. That was joyful all the time. Yeah. Um, but we did. So I think that the 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 most like obvious like visual of the effect of this was the ride to the, the cemetery. Wow. Because it's just in the back. It's, so it's me. I think in the car it was me, my mom, Hannah, and Lucas. And he's just laughing for the 45-minute drive. <laughs> <laughs> like, so. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd been to that cemetery a, a couple times because yeah. Hannah's got family buried there. Yeah. And some other, like, uh, friends as well. Um and I remember sending you to get someone to stop recording. So, you, yeah. Oh, yes. There's a, there's a phone. Yeah. We said this already. Turn the phone off. Yeah. I was um, full of bouncer mode at that yeah, point, man. I was yeah. like, you know. What, what was your bouncer name? Rico. Rico. <laughs> <laughs> I was full on Rico. <laughs> Yeah, and then that, that's when Mike Tolliver spoke. Yeah. Um, they were very close. Like, I mean, like, Mike was the go-ahead for from, from my dad to go ahead and, like, propose to my mom. Wow. And he was also the, the, 
like the name drop to get my dad into the into like ministry work. Yeah. Um, so like, and I've been we've been close with the family like, like since before I was born. Like we've, we've kind of had that connection. He had a really rough time at the at the ceremony, but I think was better at the at the oh. the, 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 the burial. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. So he he spoke. There was a couple songs. Um, Wait, I I just I don't before we before we move past it. Yeah. Um, uh, I think there's something so incredible what you what you said um about that oddly placed joy sure. in a terrible situation. Yeah, and and, and you said like he's here, mm-hmm. and I know this ain't a Sunday sermon, but it's <laughs> just you know. I don't want to gloss over that fact, sure. Because I think maybe I even need that. I know I, I know I need that for myself in in these just rough situations yeah. and just yeah, rough stretches of life. I feel like a death. We've my family have just been experiencing a rough sure. couple of years, but there's so much uh, hope to hold on to where it's like that oddly placed joy, yeah. where it's like undeniable. And he was like. Um, not only is like you, not only Lucas is there, mm-hmm. the 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 memory of your dad is there, but you know, for how I believe, you know, God is there. Yeah, where I should try to, because I, I sometimes I just get overwhelmed by all the the negative that's there. Sure, that's why I just I, I just it's just in my view. Mm-hmm. But I, I love the idea that it's just this little baby. Yeah, just just this little baby. I know we're just coming out of Christmas, yeah. so like this little baby in a manger, not <laughs> driving to a funeral. You know, yeah. Um, um, yeah. I think that's. I know that's definitely one thing that's probably gonna stick with me all day, because um, something seems so pure about that. Sure, it's like that pure joy that this doesn't belong here, but it's here, mm-hmm. and it's loud, and it's <laughs> yeah, it's loud. it's loud. Yeah. Like and 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 the only way for you to ignore it is to ignore it. You know, like like you have to acknowledge that it's there and then choose to not like yeah. behave accordingly. Cause you like no one doesn't like everyone knows it's a happy baby. Yeah. Like you can you put the baby in any life situation, whether it's good or bad, and the human response is, Oh, happy baby. Yeah. You know, so like like the only way to not let that affect you is to first have to process that it's there yeah. and then choose not to. So yeah. it does it puts a lot of power in you like you, you can now then decide cuz cuz prior to that you feel you have no choice. Like I have no choice but but but, but to be miserable. Yeah. I mean you put this baby and now you're given the the, the choice. Yeah. Like, do, do you want to still go back now and choose to be miserable or do you want to then choose to like take care of the kid? Yeah. Or, or just be present for the kid? Um, so again, you know, like, like, like complete game changer. Yeah. Um, it, there. it reminds me of that, this, this scene in this movie with Clive Owen, I, I think it was called children of men or something like that. Okay. Or something like that, where in the movie people weren't able to have kids anymore. So, you know, the, 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 you know, the youngest person in the world was like 20 something yeah. and like a big event that he died and it was like, Oh my gosh, the youngest person just died. Yeah. Because it was just showing their, their mortality, he couldn't have kids anymore. Sure. And so in this scene, it was like this big battle between the rebels and then you know the government, whatever. And Clive Owen has this woman who actually had a baby, so it's the craziest thing. So every time, like, 
someone would see that they had a baby, it'd be like, they'd stop and pause. Yeah. So they were in this, it's kind of like the, 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 the battle scene is kind of like building to this climax and they're trying to get out. And as they're just, they, they expose the baby, so they have a baby and everybody yeah. just stops in the hallways and lets them walk. Yeah. And everything, there's no more bombs, there's no anything. Everybody's watching, watching. And you got these guys with dust on their face, blood, with guns, and everyone's just stopping. Until they get out of the scene, then you hear the gunshots and everything starts starts up again. And it's kind of like, there it is, that thing right there. Mm -hmm. That thing that's present where now you can decide. Sure. Okay, how do I want to operate now? You know, do do I want to go back to exactly what I was doing before or does this change something in me or yeah. maybe maybe I can hold on to this a little longer maybe you have no choice but to go back to sure. the stuff that's going on but at least that presence is there to maybe even give you a reprieve mm-hmm. to allow you to move on a little longer yeah shout out to Lou yeah, <laughs> yeah. pretty boy Lucas you're right man oh man so yes so we you know you get out there it's a beautiful day Lots of people still, uh, you know. Um, did you get a head count on them? Why would you get a head no, count on them? It doesn't matter I, at that I point. Yeah, I I think I've been at that spot for so many, fun- like, so many burials. Yeah. Like, I, even, like, my memory is kind of spliced. Mm. Like, which one was my dad's? Which one was, like, Noah's yeah. mom? Which one was, like, yeah. which one was Hannah's grandfather? Like, this, because it's all in this, it's this, the, the same place. Jeez. So, like, it just, like, there's so many of those that, like, have kind of lapped into themselves that I yeah. just don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> the uh, <laughs> Nigerians being present at a burial. Yeah. <laughs> how, how how did that go? Uh, you know, I think I think the the, the thing that that you, which will eventually I think be an episode. Yeah. That, oh yeah. That that you you love and then live with. Yeah. Um, about about the culture is that it is it's there's not a lot of things hidden. Yeah, you know, like if you're angry, like it's very, it's a, it's a big anger. If yeah. you're happy, you throw money at people, um, <laughs> and then when you're mourning, it's like it's it's intense. Yeah, you know, like it's it's very. Um, I think again, like what like Westernization is to kind of be polite mm. and don't draw too much attention on yourself. Um, but everything I've experienced from like, like West African mourning is that all of the explosion going on in you. Yeah. Like just it's just gonna be out. Yeah. So, so everyone sees what everyone else is feeling, just too we're just too polished to like let that out. Yeah. Um so it was a lot of that. It was a lot of uh a lot of maybe just like just raw, uncut, unchecked emotion. Yeah. Um that I think uh, at the time like was was I was kind of just like Again, still angry. Yeah. Like, what are you like? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think retro, looking at all of it, it's like you know. I think people are gonna people are gonna feel what they're gonna feel. Yeah. And and express it how they're gonna express it. You know, like yeah. like uh, even if it's different, even if it's not the most conducive for what we're trying to do here. Like yeah. You know, it'll it'll be a. It, it'll be different. Ever you know that. There was a lot of kind of carryover drama with mm-hmm. with the family stuff, that you know death, death kind of has an effect of like bringing like digging stuff out. I think yeah. ironically, um, but uh, 
but yeah, I mean, it was obvious that they were there. <laughs> like, every, everyone, everyone knew and, and, and saw and heard <laughs> their, their presence. Um, but, but yeah, honestly, man, I think, I think the, the ceremony was so hard that I was just trying to like be done. Yeah. Um, we have a very, a, you know, very close family friend that somewhere during the burial had actually like walked away. Yeah. Uh, and so he, he lost his mom when he was very, I don't, he does I'm pretty sure he doesn't even remember, but he lost his mom when he was like two. Mm. Um, and my parents were very much involved with, with all of that. Oh. So I went to go just kind of like, like sit next to him. Yeah. Um, which was partially cause I know that, you know, that he's going through it right now, mm-hmm. but also just kind of leave, yeah. leave the, the mass yeah. of, of all that. And I think I did something similar with Andrew. I think mm. Andrew, my brother, uh, walked away at some point as well, and I went to, to yeah. go kind of kind of talk to him also. Um, which same thing. It was like my brother needs someone to be with him right now, but also if I can just leave yeah. the festivities, um, just like breathe real quick, and then I'll be back. Uh, yeah, I mean that was. I think that the, the 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 burial is probably like the most snapshot thing that I have of the entire process. Mm. Um, it was. I, I actually I would say going back to visit that plot a year later was way harder. Whoa! Than the burial itself. Wow! Way harder. Like, yeah, like not even close. What do you think? Uh... I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm not normally like very like sentimental with like dates, mm-hmm. you know, but like the, so, something about, I'm sorry, it wasn't a year after the burial, it was a year after he passed. So it was, yeah. it was August 25th, 27th, 2018. Yeah. Um, and it was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was just like, just bad. Yeah. You know, like, like, like past what I've normally, what I normally, like, yo, it was almost like, Whatever I should have felt at Ooh. the at the the ceremony and the, the 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 repass and all the stuff that like you would think that should happen, yeah, just kind of got pushed back a year, and just like in like a hour and a half like wave, just all came out. Wow, a year a year removed. And I think you know it wasn't like like I hadn't cried. Yeah, in the in the process, but I think that was whatever should have come out. Yeah, that just didn't. Um, maybe like I don't know, maybe like seeing his name, yeah, or oh, just kind of like like re- remembering all of the the everything, yeah, and also being by myself because mm. I wasn't I, I I never had a chance to be alone, yeah, from like his passing. Honestly, man, like even now, I guess it's hard to kind of find time to be like, and and that's fine. I mean, I have I have a wife and kids and responsibilities, and and I find pockets here and there, but just to be by myself, yeah at a place that he's not there. Yeah. Um, but just brought so much back. Uh, that was, yeah, I think that was for sure harder than the entire funeral situation. Yeah. Ceremony, burial, repass, wake, all of that was fairly easy compared to going back to the, uh, the site a year later. Jeez. Yeah. Man. I've only been, I mean, I've only been, uh, 
So I go on the anniversary every every year. So that's been twice now that I've gone. Uh, and I think my my aunt like created some Nigerian custom that like I, she legit made this up <laughs> of like what you have to do to like. So I went for that, but I was I was very detached. Yeah, I was very like okay. I I, I drove my mom here pretty. Much. <laughs> It felt more like that. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. So now, being two years removed, mm -hmm. another son. Yeah. Also, talk about the similarities between your second son uh -huh. and Andrew being born with your dad, with you both oh, being yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so <laughs> I... Honestly, I found tickets to South Africa for like half the price of what they normally are. Yeah. Like that, that, that can run you close to like two grand mm -hmm. just for the flight. And I think I found tickets randomly for like $750. Oh, wow. And so I, I told my wife like, like the ticket, those tickets are only that price for this window, which is two weeks before your due date. Um, like, are you cool with me going? And honestly, I asked that anticipating like, no, I'm not cool with that. Yeah. And then I don't go, and, I, and 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 I'm not even angry because yeah. of course, like, why would you be okay with that? You shot your shot, uh, you know exactly. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, go for it. And then and then I kind of put a, an additional stipulation that like, okay, I'm going to go, but I'm not going to spend any of our money. So I have to like figure out how I, on my own to raise the money for the trip because I don't want to be gone and be financially like oh. hurting you for those two weeks. Yeah, and sure enough, I make the money. Like I just like like. <laughs> side hustle and then I make enough money to go plus some uh so I'm there and the trip was like uh, again like it initiated because the tickets were very cheap mm -hmm. but I also felt like it could kind of be like this an additional maybe at the time maybe unnecessary closure for me yeah to go and see on my own time and schedule by myself um people and places that my dad was active in when he was my age at the time. So yeah. like, like the, the, the 20, the 28 year old version, 27 year old version of my dad was doing stuff Whoa. that I could go as a 27 year old and go and do the same, like be in the same place Whoa. and talk to people that knew him when he was 27. Wow. Um, so it's almost like having this weird interview with him through other people and we're the same age now. Yeah. Um, so kind of looking at that as a chance to like, yeah, let, let, let me go do that. That's trippy, man. So in my attempt to understand him better. Yeah. And like get into his head and experience what he experienced. Hannah texted me the day of my flight. Like, hey, my water broke. Um, the day of your flight back? The day of my flight back, yeah. So like, so I'm, I'm supposed to, I mean, I can pull it up right now. Uh, I'm supposed to be back. Oh, man. Uh, so this is November 11th on Hannah's side. Yeah. So in the States is November 11th at 10 40 PM. Yeah. So for me, it was like seven in the morning in South Africa. So I had just woken up. I'm supposed to fly out later on that evening and we're still two weeks out of her due date. Yeah. So I'm thinking like, like this is, this is safe. And the, the, the message is, this is five different messages. It's, it's a 10, the 10 40, 11 40 PM is I love you. 
same t- 10.40 p.m. timestamp, good morning, because she knew that I was just waking up. Yeah. 10.40 p.m., going to sleep, which is her. 10.48, my water broke. Oh. And then 10, 10.48 as well, like, crying emoji. Oh. Uh, and then 10.49, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> are you serious? Uh, so, yeah. But what's crazy, like, like kind of what you're alluding to, like... Um, wait, 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 wait. Do you have the full version where, like, is, you know, when, um, when Levi, well, when Levi, because there's, like, a text thread. Oh, yeah, where, yeah. Where, where, where someone. My mom? Yeah. Oh, was that, was that the one your mom? That was my mom. Oh, my okay, mom. okay, okay. So, so the, the first, the, the first one that I just read was me and Hannah. And then the second one, this is, like, shouts out to WhatsApp, man. Because Yo, facts. WhatsApp, like, was the only means of communicating at that time. Yeah. Uh. So, after I got that, then of course, you know, we go through the, the, the craziness of trying to get, get Hannah to the hospital while I'm in Africa. <laughs> and then, like, we're talking about, like, the process. Um, and then, so at this point, I'm, I'm, at the, I'm at the airport, and my plane is taxiing the runway. And so the doctors told me over FaceTime, like, hey, you're not, like, you're not going to, the baby's going to come... She's not gonna wait eighteen hours. So the, the, the baby's coming. Yeah. But I still had this crazy idea that like, yo, but what if though? So, so I actually actually ended up like deading my original flight. Yeah. And taking a direct flight, so I just lost that money Ooh. and then paid big money. For Whoa. Direct well, I didn't pay. A friend of mine paid. The, <laughs> well, shouts out to that friend. So, shouts out to Amanda. <laughs> she also dropped me through a glass table when I was a baby. Oh, so this is is payback. Okay, (laughs) stitches through the table, Uh, and then my mom texted me. I remember that story. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Uh, Where is this? No problem. How's Hannah? Does it count? Uh. Oh, right here. So it's this is then. For this is now twelve hours into America. Isn't that now now two p.m. in America? Yeah. And late night for me. What? Yeah, late night for me. Later on that that evening, I texted Hannah at in American time two p.m. I texted my mom. Sorry, how's Hannah? And then my mom at two twenty one p.m. says Levi's here. He is amazing. Um, <laughs> and I'm like taxiing the runway to fly. So I did the entire flight just knowing that like the baby just got here and now I'm like in the air. Like oh. I'm like I'm on a plane. Like, you know, you want tea or coffee. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to watch a movie. <laughs> and my, my headphones don't work. Like knowing that I, I just I just had I just had a kid. Yeah. I just had, like I just had another kid. Uh, but that, yeah, but that, but my dad similarly was, was supposed to fly out to, from, from, from Jahan, crazy from South Africa. Yo, that's wild. So he was in living in South Africa. Yeah. My mom was having my brother in, in Queens and, oh, shoot. and he was trying to fly out to come be there. For, no way. For the from birth. South Africa to New York. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I knew that, that he was trying to fly, but I didn't even put together that it was, South Africa as well, like where I was, um, and then he got his uh, fe- like 
what at the airport got turned back like oh like something your, your paperwork's wrong you, you can't no way you, you can't be there so in my attempt to understand my dad more with this trip <laughs> i end up like also in an airport wow. missing my second son's birth uh, wow yeah well for me it wasn't paperwork for me i just i, sh- I should have gone home on saturday <laughs> um, i mean i had that, that one extra day to ruin it <laughs> but yeah that's trying to understand him better i was not expecting <clears throat> that level of understanding yeah but but yeah and that's that's kind of how the 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 second one showed up that's trippy with, man. with me on an airplane <laughs> <laughs> that is trippy where would you say oh let me check the time real quick we did an hour without even noticing <laughs> where would you so, so to wrap this up where would you say you are now like um just with everything. Sure. Well, I, I I don't think... I don't think... Again, just as much as we're not supposed to understand death, maybe. Yeah. I also don't think we're... we're like, we're also not supposed to really get over it. Yeah. Either. You know, I think, like, it's... Uh, I think about them every day. There are times that that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. There are times that it feels like, like a ghost. Like, yeah. like, like, like a haunting mm-hmm. that I don't want. Like, I don't want you in this situation, but, like, I can't get you out of the situation. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I was, dude, I was, I was super blessed, man. Like we had an incredible relationship. Yeah. You know, like I've, 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 I have friends who've lost dads that were not close with them yeah. or there was a lot of like unspoken or like unresolved issues. Um, and that's just not where we were, you know, mm. like we were, we were in a place that, that I, I mean, I gave him enough reason to not want to have that relationship with me. Yeah. But we were like towards like the last like three, four years of his life. It was like, sheesh, this is amazing. Yeah. You know, like, like really, really close, um, like super trust. Uh, like, yeah, it just, it was just, we, we had a great relationship. Um, and that's, that's, it's funny. Like it's, it's helpful. Yeah. Cause it like alleviates some of the regret aspect, mm-hmm. but it's also like, yo, like we were really close, you know? Uh, it's like, like it's, it's it's both of those things, which yeah. I, I appreciate that it's both. I think yeah. one or the other would have been, yeah. So it's, uh, yeah. And I think just trying to like figure out like how to, how to like exist, mm. you know, like, like how to, like how to, cause I think a lot of, a lot of my life, even when I was beefing with my dad and that was one sided, like he'd never beef with me. Like it was yeah. always me beefing with him. Um, like he was still so instrumental and present in like decisions um, and changes and, and all of that. So like not having him, it's just weird, you know, like, yeah. like even now, like kind of like rest, well, kind of talking through some potential changes in my life now. Like, I feel like, well, I would just call my dad yeah. and talk to him and he would tell me, here's what I think, or, or here's what, you know, I would suggest, or just flat out, just do this. Yeah. And like, that was very comfortable, especially because we had gotten so close and I trusted him so much. It was just so easy to make decisions. Yeah. Like whatever he says is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to feel confident about it as well. So not having him kind of became like this weird insecurity mm. of not having that validation yeah. um, from his stamp of approval. Uh, and because like life is constantly changing, like these are things that I would, it's multiple conversations that I've, that, or like situations since he passed mm-hmm. that he should have been involved in. Yeah. That because he's not, it's like, so much second guessing, which I, I mean, eventually I'm going to have to learn yeah. how to exist. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, I think I, I feel I think I, I feel his I feel presence for sure. Yeah. You know, I think we uh there's a lot of stuff that, that he did that I think makes sense now. Mm-hmm. Especially with this like you know, hearing people talk about him as a twenty seven year old made so much sense stuff that I saw as a kid. Like mm. just so many, I was like, "Yo, like, of, of course, yeah, like, like, of course he said this, of course he did that, yeah, because this is who he was when he was twenty-seven." Um, so I think like not having, not having him here, but also kind of having his influence everywhere, yeah, is uh, is helpful, you know. And I think that 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 definitely assists in the like existing period, which might be the rest of my life. Like, it, yeah. might, it might be me trying to like, like exist through this. Until Lucas has to do it for me, yeah, um, that that might just be, which is fine. Like, yeah, I'm, like I'm not. I think I was anticipating like to come to a place where I felt like I'm good. I don't think about it that often, yeah. but like it's you know, just not. I I don't know how realistic that is for me. Um, it actually I think centers me a lot. Like there are decisions that I've made, genuinely just like. Yo, if he was watching, what would he tell me to do? Mm. And I know that, that that's supposed to kind of be a God thing. Yeah. But they thought very similar. Mm. You know, like, like I can, and, and sometimes it's easier to access my dad's thoughts. Yeah. Than God's. Yeah. Um, so most of the time, those things will actually line up in a way that I'll end up doing the right thing because it's what my dad would want me to do. Wow. Um, which is also very beneficial. You know, like it, yeah. it, it helps the process. Because you feel like even though he's not here in a way that I selfishly desire, um, he's still very present because I'm making decisions that would line up with what he was telling me to do. Yeah. So, yeah. Whew. Man, I think that's what a good father and good relationship with a father would be. Sure. The, your, maybe your closest image of what God would be like. Yeah. You know, um, and now you're doing youth and family crazy and i guess that makes perfect sense <laughs> and on on that note we're gonna wrap up this episode but we will obviously be back for sure bro thank you so much for doing this man. absolutely man oh absolutely. wow yo peace y'all thank you for sticking in and hanging out with us Woo! this was this was something this was good